Welcome back to the Galveston Experience Podcast. We worked our way up to episode number 115, produced at the Seawall Studios of RadioGalveston.com. And of course, the holiday season is all around us, and there's lots to talk about, including a nice initiative the Galveston Police Department is doing. Of course, they've got their Blue Santa, but also Officer Coronado will join us with Mike Dudas in a minute on the scuttlebutt to talk about some of the other things that are going on in the community, their food drive and such. With the holidays, there's a few contests going on to kind of get you in the spirit. If you've been downtown, you might have noticed more and more stores are decorating with Christmas trees. This is actually something that the Convention and Visitors Bureau is doing. There's 43 stores competing for a cash grand prize, and you can find out all about it on our island events page at Radio Galveston. But some amazing looking trees, a lot of cool themes, and you'll find it as you roam around downtown. But again, more information about that online. And there's also doing a Mardi Gras in December, and you'll be seeing more about this too as there's going to be several, I think eight different Mardi Gras floats will be placed around the island since Mardi Gras is not coming to us with the floats, you can actually go to them and still kind of get that in the spirit. And something we're doing here at Radio Galveston is kind of fun, it's the DJ of the day. You know, Andy Warhol famously said that at some point we'll all have our 15 minutes of fame. So we're, we're giving you a chance to do the 15 minutes of fame and play your own four favorite songs and uh, have your own little mini radio show. It's actually pretty easy to do with the technology we've got. All you have to do is email us your four songs, not the songs themselves, just the title and artist in an email. Say, these are the songs I want to play. And then using the voice recorder on your phone, you just make an audio file and uh, send that to us as well. And so you can have one to introduce the songs, another one before the items between the songs. And we'll actually put all of that together and then we'll publish online and on air when we're going to be airing these various DJs of the day. And so everybody who registers and, and submits an entry is qualified to win some cool prizes that we've got. And we'll select one person to have a one hour live on the air and they'll get $500 and some other prizes as well. And if you're a business and you'd like to join the fun, you'll find all the details at our website, radiogalveston.com and uh, be listening for your friends and neighbors. And we've had already had entries uh, from North Texas. Uh, I was contacted by somebody that listens up in the Boston area that's going to be submitting something as well. So wherever you're listening, you are eligible to be the DJ of the day. And again, we'll have all the details at radiogalveston.com. But now let's get the scuttlebutt on some great holiday programs that are going on at the Galveston Police Department. I am Mike Dudas, and my guest on this edition of the podcast is Officer Edward Coronado, who'll give us all the scuttlebutt on the community outreach program at the Galveston Police Department. Hi, Mr. Dudas. Uh, thanks for having me. So let's just get right into it. Um, tell us about the community outreach program, kind of some of your main objectives and goals. Sure thing. So uh, first off, before I was I actually, I just moved over to the um, community outreach program. Before I was down there, I was actually assigned uh, downtown, our downtown district. And there, I guess uh, I got a feel for, you know, forming the partnership between the community and the police department, you know, working together to improve your community. So uh, there we actually started what's called the downtown graffiti removal initiative. And what we did was that we got all the business owners, residents, and everyone around town together and businesses donated supplies as well. And we used all of that with, along with volunteers and we were able to kind of remove all the graffiti downtown. So um, that made me see the impact and importance that 
community policing really has in our community. So fast forward, now I'm in our community outreach division. So here, we, you know, right now we have several initiatives going on uh, at the moment. And one of them is actually uh, our food drive. The food drive is called Share Your Holidays. And what it does is that it benefits the Galveston County Food Bank. So we want to give back to those in need. And really, you know, um, we're very fortunate to be, be where we are. However, there are, there are those that, you know, they sometimes go hungry and we need to give back. So what we're doing is that uh, internally, I've started a little food drive within our department. And it's like, it's like a little friendly competition to see uh, which shift is able to donate the most canned goods. It's actually going really well. So far, um, as, of, as of today, we have close to 2,000 canned goods donated so far. Wow, congratulations on that. And you may or may not know, I had the uh, Share Your Holidays food drive with another uh, community person here in Galveston. So I know the city of Galveston and all your departments are really involved this year. So I really appreciate that. This is the 40th annual uh, Share Your Holidays event that um, ABC 13, Channel 13 has sponsored. So the first one was back in 1980. And Galveston has participated in that um, special event from the very beginning, and it's always been hosted at Ball High School. So it's, it's turned from a school event, you know, canned food drive at the school, to a true community event, and we could not do it without um, all the community organizations, businesses, what have you, coming together, um, like the city of Galveston and the police department. So it's really neat to hear that you all turned it into a friendly competition and everything we've heard from the food bank people that the need, you know, for obvious reasons is great this year. And it's even greater than it was back during the devastation during Hurricane Harvey. So um, I really appreciate you all doing that. And um, so I'm assuming you're going to gather all their, your donations together, then actually bring it to ball high that day, right? Absolutely. And the best time, to bring it, we will have uh, folks out front in front of the school from 8 a.m. to 12 noon that day on Friday, December 4th. But the best time, um, which you probably already know, uh, is to come around 9 o'clock because that's when ABC 13 will be here live. And they'll do, uh, they, they produce every year a live show from 9 to 10, and they have their reporters scattered all over the place uh, checking in at various uh, drop sites and so one of them has always been ball high so they will be here that day and they will have at least a couple cut-ins on their show here so it's always good to have the community basically show up during that time frame because it, it gives us a way to thank everyone and uh show the folks in all their viewing area how much galveston cares i agree and galveston is really a special city um like nowhere else I, you know i've seen the outpouring of support when it comes to helping those in need you know especially this time of year, um, I agree with everything going on in the world. Uh, more than anything, you know, um, we're, if we're fortunate to be where we are, I feel like, you know, we, you know, we, we have it within us to want to give back to those that really need it right now. How long have you been with the police department? So uh, I've been with uh, Galveston PD for five years now. So I was, um, I was actually, you know, born and raised in Houston, Texas, and I currently live in uh, Pearland with my, uh, with my wife, Jenny, and uh, our little energetic puppy, Bailey. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I make the drive and, you know, I, I really, really enjoy working here and I really enjoy uh, what I do every day, really uh, trying to strengthen and form those bonds with the community and the police. What was your calling? What made you want to become a policeman? 
I've been asked that question a lot of times. Um, the generic answer is obviously, oh, you know, uh, do this and that. But however, um, for me, was you know, at, at the time, it was more just wanting a change, knowing I was meant for something more. So um, I was, I, I used to be a pharmacy tech for many years. And while I did enjoy that, however, however, I think there was a ceiling to that. So um, like I said, uh, watching TV and seeing, oh, you know what, um, being a police officer is really cool. And they do a lot of cool stuff, a lot of fun stuff. And that's kind of what got me into it. And the academy was hard, but like I said, it was all worthwhile, especially to where I am today. So I'm, I'm assuming probably when you first were hired, you did a lot of street beat. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, the the majority of the time, whenever you start as a new police officer, you, you're going to start on the streets just to gain that experience. So actually, I spent um, I spent my first two years, first three years, uh, working patrol on night shift, evening shift when we had it. And then uh, after that, I uh, moved over to the downtown district. Take us back from the very beginning. You were hired and you did the usual stuff that rookie officers do. So tell us everything you did and how kind of things progressed from A to B to C to D and on on forward. Yeah, sure thing. So like I said, when I first started, um, I was on I was on patrol. I was on our uh, evening shift and night shift. And all, all the stuff, you know, you kind of see on like TV on Life PD and cops, all the like the driving the cars fast and, you know, chasing bad guys and whatnot. Um, obviously did that on night shift. And you gain that experience of uh, obviously how to deal with crime disorder. And then when I transitioned to our downtown district working there, I think that's where I really um, was able to really connect with not only the residents downtown, downtown Galveston, but also the business owners and see where they come from. And see that it's not just a storefront, you know, it's someone's livelihood. And more than anything else, they want what's best for their community, as, you know, as well as the residents. They, they, they want to improve their community. So that made me realize really the importance that uh, community policing has as far as uh, helping people out that really need it. What would you say, all total, being a police officer, especially during all these challenging times right now, is the easiest part and the hardest part of your job? That's kind of, that's, that's a good one. So I guess it, it would all depend, um, you know, in what position you want, you're in as a police officer. Uh, for me, as far as community, community policing goes, um, you know, it's uh, having to schedule all, you know, different kinds of meetings and um, having to return phone calls, emails and whatnot. And obviously, you know, try to fit it all together within a reasonable schedule. And that's as far as, you know, for me, the, I guess the hard part, trying to juggle out of all of it. Um, but you know, um, once you're able to do so, it is very satisfying once all the pieces fall into place. As far as the easy parts goes, um, that would be more than anything. Um, once you get the hang of things, once you get going, I think things just fall into place and it just becomes easy. How has the day-to-day -day operations changed since the beginning of the pandemic? Uh, that's a good question. So as you know, the police department is, is in a, is what you would consider a essential service. Uh, we're considered essential employees. So um, we never saw any reduction in hours. It was really business as usual. You know, obviously um, we had to adapt to the circumstances. We had to, like everyone else, we have to wear masks. You know, we had to sanitize, wash our hands, uh, social distance. So um, during the beginning, obviously, and even now, a lot of the way we handle, a lot of the way we handle uh, different calls, we take these precautions into place. So, um, to answer your question, pretty much business as usual, but we adapted uh, with all the social distancing, the mask wearing, the sanitizing and whatnot. Obviously, thank God, I've never seen inside of a jail. So um, right now, I guess it's the inner work of the jail are 
the inmates, are they required to wear a mask or how, how is all that handled inside, you know, just due to all the weird COVID-19 restrictions right now? As, as far as the jail goes, at least in Galveston, um, the jail is run by the sheriff's office, not by the police department. So um, they're the ones that know all the guidelines, you know, as far as how it goes. But I mean, off the top of my head, um, from what I think, I, I would think they're following the most uh, strict guidelines when it comes to uh, being cautious when it comes to, you know, the pandemic. I guess during all the, you know, since we're a tourist community and, you know, we've got the beautiful beach and um, a lot of reasons for um, wanting to have folks come down and visit our city and um, contribute to our economy and what have you, how has the police department adapt to um, handling crowds? What kind of extra training and um, things are you hearing, you know, about keeping you guys safe? Obviously our, you know, our police department, they, they, they try our best to try to maintain safety and adhere to the best guidelines to try to make it possible so that no one here catches, you know, the virus. So like when all this first started, they, they really prepared us. They, you know, they had all the equipment available and all the training. So I would say, um, you know, the police department and the city really tried their best and I think they succeeded in, you know, giving us all the equipment and training that we need necessary in order to uh, deal with this um, ongoing issue. What What are some of your um, upcoming wishes, hopes, and dreams for the community outreach program? Sure. So we uh, we actually have big plans for the future. Big plans. So uh, obviously, we're kind of restricted with uh, with everything going on uh, as far as uh, meet, meeting face to face with the public. But hopefully, in the near future, uh, when all this subsides, um, you know, like I said, we 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 have this food drive going on, so hopefully this can segue into, into other different um, opportunities to work with the community. So just um, just last month, you know, the, w there was the drive-through boo, which was a like a drive-through uh, like Halloween trunk or treat style event, which was pretty neat. In addition to this, we we also have like Blue Santa, and that's another way we get back to the community. Uh, we work with Special Olympics. So we have a lot of plans for the future. And to wrap up, if any of our listeners would like further information about the community outreach program at the Galveston Police Department, maybe look up a speaker via Zoom or what have you, um, what's the contact information? Again, uh, my name is uh, Officer Edward Coronado. I'm with our community outreach. Uh, my phone number is 409-370-2035. And my email is ecoronado at galvestontx.gov. That's E-C-O-R-O-N-A-D-O at galvestontx.gov. My guest on this edition of the podcast has been Officer Edward Coronado from the Galveston Police Department. If you would like to be a guest on a future podcast and give us all the scuttlebutt on your business or organization, drop us a line right here at radiogalveston.com. Thank you, Mike, and thank you, Officer Coronado, and thanks to everybody at the police department for all the programs. They've got the Blue Santa, the food drive, everything around the holidays. Certainly this year, more than most, we have a lot of people in need, and so let's see if each of us who has the ability to step up can do so, and there's a lot of ways to give around the holiday season, and hopefully you'll find one that works for you, and we can all share what we've got. 
So much happening for the holidays on the island, and instead of going through all of them, you can kind of just uh, check it out at your leisure on the island events page at RadioGalveston.com or download the Galveston Digital Island Guide. It's galveston.vip. It's also in the Google and the Apple Store. Put that on your phone, and you'll have the best of Galveston at your fingertips. And if you've got a business and you've got an event going on, make sure we know about it so we can get it on the calendar, get it on the podcast, get it on the air, or whatever is appropriate. And, of course, if you know somebody who'd be a good guest for a future scuttlebutt with Mike Dudas, get a hold of us here. So hopefully we'll uh, hear you on Radio Galveston. Don't forget the DJ of the day. And we'd love to uh, hear what you've got. And if nothing else, maybe you've got a friend that would like to uh, get on the air. You get to play your favorite songs and do your rap. I mean, it sounds like an easy job. Everyone should give it a try at some point. And all the details, again, they're at RadioGalveston.com. So enjoy the cooler weather we've got on the island. Hopefully we'll see you on one of the bus tours at the Galveston Experience Company or that new ghost hunt kind of fun social distancing event on your phone. If nothing else, we'll be looking for you right back here next time on the Galveston Experience Podcast.